Have you been told you need to stop doing what you love, whether it's exercise, running, or a sport? Well, here at Dynamic, we don't like that answer. In this podcast, we'll talk to leaders in the health and wellness space from Southwest Florida to get the solutions you need to get you back to doing what you love. Welcome to the Dynamic Naples podcast. Good morning. All right, Naples. So we're here today with the owner of Holistic Health Physical Therapy and Wellness, Dr. Bree Wyatt. Um, she's also a pelvic floor physical therapist, ortho physical therapist, and a functional medicine practitioner. Good morning, Bree. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's sunny Florida and it's Friday. So what could be better? <laughs> exactly. Are you from Florida? No, I'm from the Midwest. So Northwest suburbs of Chicago. And then I went to school in Missouri. Um, so you know, really, this is kind of where I want to be, um, worked hard to get here. Yeah, it's it, you've definitely worked hard. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually from West Virginia too. So not exactly the Midwest, but right there along the border of Ohio. So I'm sure that we grew up in a lot of very similar ways. <laughs> so a lot of what we talk about, um, you know, on the podcast is, you know, we like to interview different uh, members of the community that have a lot to offer the people of Southwest Florida. So I know we've connected on some of the issues with lymphedema and, uh, you know, a few other things we, um, you know, have discussed prior. So let's start there. Why don't we talk a little bit about how you got started incorporating, you know, lymphedema and lymphatic practices into the work that you're doing? Yeah. So the clinic I was at before, before I opened this company, we had nobody that was trained in lymphedema management and we would get phone calls repeatedly asking if we offered that service, um, as a pelvic floor physical therapist already trained in, you know, manipulating the organs and all the soft tissue work that goes with that. I was like, well, you know, maybe I should be the one that does this. And I was planning to have surgery anyways, um, to address uh, breast implant illness that I was having. And it just timed up so perfectly. It was like two weeks post-op. They had this course that I had won in an auction, um, with the Academy of Lymphatic Studies. And I was like, that would be a really cool way to like recover. It would force me to not go back to work so quickly. And I could also be getting people who get to practice lymphatic work on me. And so that's kind of what opened the door for that. And I just realized that because I do pelvic health, I work with a lot of individuals who have had cancer, whether it's like rectal cancer, um, you know, colon cancer, you know, different vaginal vulvar cancers. Um, and a lot of times, you know, I, I also get referrals for breast cancer survivors, um, since I do women's health and, most people want to work with a women's health specialist in that area. So I started to see individuals who were having issues with uh, lymphedema. And so that's kind of how I got started in it is I was already in a little bit of that cancer population and I figured it would be really smart to add this to my practice. So that's kind of how it all started. Yeah, I agree. I think it's such a, a great addition to a lot of those tr more traditional services. And I know lymphatic drainage as a treatment for lymphedema itself is, is traditional, but I like how you're incorporating it with some of the other things as well, because, you know, as we're learning, you know, the lymph, the lymphatic system is such a, you know, integral part of everything. 
not only, you know, active uh, as good treatment on its own, but it really supplements a lot of these other things really well. And I know we were talking before about some of our personal experiences. I think it's, it's really cool that you got into lymphatics because of some personal experiences. I, um, I am into, into it for the same reasons. I, you know, I didn't have the exact same illness, but I actually went to the same training program that you guys, that you did and was able to be kind of the patient, so to speak for them as well. So it really drove home the hands-on <laughs> you know, yeah, education part of it. So and the other part of it too, is like when you have a patient in front of you and you know, you recognize that that's part of what they're going through. It's just, I think a lot easier on that patient if you can also step into that arena instead of sending them to yet another person, because that can be really overwhelming for someone if they've got all these different appointments, they have to meet all these different people. And I think to be able to be that point person where you can help with, you know, maybe one day you're working on their digestive health, their health and their constipation. And then the next day you're working on their lymphatic system. And so they really get to build this really cool relationship, but it's also a relationship where they don't have like 20 other people that they have to, you know, interact with on a weekly basis. I completely agree. I think that one of the biggest reasons that people don't get a lot of the help that they need is because of you know, the overwhelming amount of appointments and not only that, but developing a relationship with somebody is really challenging sometimes. And when it's very personal to you, or it's something that you're still, you know, either grieving or coping with that can make it even more difficult to make a connection. So when you're able to connect with somebody and develop that relationship, it's great to be able to, you know, utilize that across the board and not have to continue to do it over and over with this person and that person. And Yeah. And I mean, even just being able to connect, cause like now you have this experience where you can connect with a lot of patients. And I think patients do appreciate that. Like, I know I've seen a lot of patients after breast cancer. I've had patients who, you know, are struggling with the fact that they have basically had surgery and now they're dealing with the scars in the breast tissue. You know, they're Mm -hmm. dealing with the the physical component of that, of, you know, getting back to strength training the chest of, of being, you know, going from, you know, having breasts to being flat and, you know, dealing with having to go through it. And, you know, for me, I, I always tell them like, look, like, I I'm with there. I'm there with you. Like I explanted to flat, I've got, you know, multiple scars. I've got, you know, I'm just now starting to get back to the weight training. Um, so when a patient recognizes that you've been there with them, I think it does help with building that connection. And for a lot of these patients, that's just such a huge part of their treatment. Um, because you just, they don't want to feel like they're alone on this Island and, you know, it's really cool for them to be able to see like, Oh, okay. Like, you know, here she is, she's able to work on me and she's been able to get to the point mentally and physically where she can talk about it and, you know, connect with me in that way. I think it's really cool for them to see and really helps with that patient experience. Yeah, it definitely gives them hope. And I think a lot of those personal experiences also allow you to not only find those ways to connect and, you know, basically all of the things that you said, but I think that, and what I'm seeing with, with Dr. Chris a lot is it also gives you this other lens to look through practice, 
essentially helping you kind of figure out different ways that you can help people that you might not have seen had you not experienced some of those things for yourself. And, you know, I, I think like you were saying, just that deeper understanding of what it's like to be on the other side of that in any situation and especially in, you know, medicine and health and wellness, it's, it's really important. It makes a difference. Yeah, totally. So speaking on some of your personal experiences, do you, you know, we, we get all the time. So what, what's going to be different if, you know, how am I going to notice that the lymphatic drainage is working or what is this good for? So in your practice, what are some of the things that not only that you use some of the lymphatic drainage to either supplement or to help address, but also do you notice any, you know, physical or observable outcomes when you provide some of that intervention? I think it definitely depends on the patient. Obviously, when you have someone with true lymphedema, it's it's very noticeable. I mean, just the mm-hmm. feel of the, the the tissue changes, the circumference measurements change, you know, the wounds tend to look better. I think with that classic lymphedema patients, it's a little bit more easy to measure. Um, with patients who are coming in that are just doing it for general wellness, sometimes it's a little bit harder. And since I am a holistic health practice, I do get a lot of patients who are coming in just for general wellness, like once a month, they're coming in and just doing lymphatic massage. Um, And that's when it gets a little trickier for for people to notice immediate changes, because there wasn't any swelling, there wasn't, you know, really much of anything. Um, Now, I can feel with my hands that like something feels not as congested. Um, But it's hard for that patient to know you know, I do have like a bioelectrical impedance scale and everything to kind of help with that. Um, but most of my patients just feel better. They feel like they're not getting sick as much. They, you know, they feel like they are healthier, lighter, just more energized. Um, but it's not always super obvious, which makes it challenging for a patient that's never experienced it. And is like, well, how do I know if this is working? Um, it's a lot easier if you have someone who's got their sinuses are just so inflamed and they're congested and they're swollen in their throat. Like those are the easy patients. Um, but the patients who are just doing it for general wellness, I think it's a little harder for them to kind of buy into it and understand how it's helping them. Um, so that's usually when I dive into more of the functional medicine and how does the lymphatic system play a role in that. When you're dealing with those health and wellness patients and you are focusing on it from a functional medicine perspective, what are you saying to them to explain it? Because I feel like sometimes it can be difficult determining, you know, are we going straight to published research? Are we kind of, you know, using layman's terms? And I know that that's very dependent on the client that you're working with, but in your experience, do you have kind of a go-to thing? Yeah. A lot of functional medicine patients are really coming to me because they are trying to get healthier, trying to either, you know, detox certain things, whether it's they're trying to heal from heavy metals or Lyme disease or mold. Um, And I really just describe the lymphatic system as your other circulatory system, but specifically to help you get rid of waste in your body. And so when they think about it that way, and you explain to them all of these different toxins and chemicals and products that we come in contact with, when you explain it to them that I'm strengthening this system, that's going to help get that out of your body. And that's how it's going to help you with tons of different symptoms. Um, that's usually when they're like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. 
Yeah, I really like that strengthening the system. I hadn't really put it into words like that. That's a great way to describe it. So I really like the combination of the functional medicine that you're doing in the lymphatic work. So one of the things that I know we had kind of touched on is, you know, histamines. I know we had kind of discussed that the research that maybe the histamine levels were one of the biggest changes that were able to be um, seen in blood work post lymphatic drainage. So do you want to talk a little bit about how that might influence your practice or just in general? Yeah. So occasionally I have patients who, who come into my office and it just, it's almost like they're allergic to the world and their body's on fire and, you know, they react to all sorts of different foods and drinks. And it's almost like they're allergic to water. And, you know, when you brush their skin, they get bright red and kind of what you would expect with a histamine driven reaction. You get, you know, you get really red and, you know, your skin is elevated and you're itchy and, And so those classic like mast cell activation patients, I am usually trying to consult them from a functional medicine realm of, you know, what's driving that? Is it mold? Is it, you know, is it metal? Um, And then talking to them about doing more of like a low histamine diet, maybe recommending a supplement like quercetin. Um, But it's interesting that you bring up that research because for those patients, it's like, well, you know, can lymphatic work be another avenue for them where they're just further trying to support this lymphatic system that's trying to just get all of this out of their body? Um, and that can be huge for, for those patients because a lot of those mast cell activation patients, they are miserable and they are looking for any and all relief. Um, so I think that you know, continuing to research lymphedema treatment and lymphatic work and like what exactly is that helping the body clear is super important. I agree. And I think it's nice that we're able to start seeing some specific examples because I think the more we're able to kind of connect those dots, the easier it's going to be to figure out exactly how we can use a lot of this, you know, support of the lymphatic system to assist in more areas than just, you know, the lymphedema and I think one of those is the plastic surgery area of practice. I, you know, I'm seeing a lot more of the, of the use of it for those patients and also a little bit recently in pain relief. I don't know if um, you have any experience with utilizing it for that. The cool thing about working with physical therapists and occupational therapists who are also trained in lymphedema is like when I went through breast implant explant, um, when those were removed, it was really cool to see how, you know, an OT or PT could incorporate not just the lymphatic work, but I also was getting some of that tissue work and that range of motion work and, you know, nerve glides and, and kind of combining it all together. So not only was I working on the lymphatic system and getting rid of the post-operative swelling, but it was also really helping address some range of motion restrictions, pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really cool to see how all of that was incorporated. And that's why I think that PTs and OTs are such a huge, you know, huge professional to be in this space, you know, because we do have all that other training. Um, and so for me, like I personally, I think everybody who goes through, you know, explant should do lymphatic work. I think everybody who goes through, you know, um, liposuction should be seeing a lymphatic therapist. Um, there's just Mm -hmm. so many, 
so many different surgeries and procedures that can really benefit from it. I just think we're still working on getting all that information out to the masses about how important it can really be. So, yeah, I, I really agree. There's so many different um, ways to incorporate a lot of this lymphatic work into all different kinds of not only illness, but, you know, just general health and wellness, like we've been talking about, you know, I think, like you said, plastic surgery is a really good area of practice for that. Um, I've been reading different things about some of the effects on the parasympathetic nervous system potentially being good for pain relief. And I think just in general, because it's such a big part of the immune system, you know, all, all of the things that we address and um, especially like you said, OTs and PTs, um, it really ties into that. And one of the things that you said that stands out to me is movement, because I don't think that it would have even been something that I thought about had it not been for my personal experience. I, I have a lot of times when my leg will get swollen, it will restrict the movement a lot. And it makes sense you know, from a practitioner standpoint, but, you know, on the patient side of that, you know, I, you know, you don't always want to utilize that thinking as I'm sure, you know, when you were going through a lot of the stuff that you went through, but you don't realize, you know, you might be walking differently or, you know, posturing in, in different ways because it really does restrict that movement. So what are some of the things that you see, um, restriction wise with the movement? Um, well, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. It, it restricts your movement, but then also movement and, and the muscle contractions also helps get rid of it. So, mm -hmm. you know, you get somebody who has this backup of lymphatic flow, which is making their limb more heavy. It's harder to move. They don't have the same range of motion. So what happens a lot of times is they don't move as much because it's just harder and then when you don't move as much, you're not getting the contractions of the muscles to act as a pump to assist in getting rid of that lymphatic fluid. And then it's just this vicious cycle. Um, so that's why I always tell people like exercise is like the cure for almost every illness out there and lymphedema mm -hmm. is no exception. Um, so you know, trying to support people in getting rid of the extra heaviness and, and range of motion restrictions that comes with a backup in lymphatic flow is, is super important in my opinion. I agree. And I think that you probably see this even more than me being an ortho, but I think it just goes right along with so many people being taught and, you know, really believing the whole philosophy of, you know, if it's hurting, if it's something's wrong with it, let's protect it and not move it. And um, it really the opposite is true. Um, Dr. Chris and I actually talk about that a lot, you know, when, when you're in pain and you know, you're babying it, so to speak, I, you don't mean to use um, terms like that, but you know, you're just, you're trying to keep it from getting worse by not using it. And then, you know, I think it's the same principles apply with the lymphatics. I noticed too, you know, I think it can be kind of confusing, especially for clients that have true lymphedema, because, you know, certain movements do exacerbate the symptoms. And then yeah. I think that that just perpetuates that thought that, oh, if I move it, it's going to make it worse and I'm going to be more swollen. But I think that's where it's really important where, you know, that education aspect of it and the buy-in, like you were saying, um, of just explaining why it's so important for your overall health and wellness and kind of explaining what it exactly it is supporting so that even when you're not seeing those immediate 
results, you're still, you know, sticking to it and until you get to that point. Yeah. And that's, that's part of the reason why I think it's super exciting that like we as movement specialists are kind of getting into this field of lymphedema. Cause I think for a lot of people, when they think of lymphatics, they, they mostly think of massage therapists doing lymphatic massage. And I think mm-hmm. that if we can kind of expand that for them to think of us as movement specialists being a key player in that, I think that will be really exciting and cool. Yeah, I, I think so too. And I think it's exciting to think about all of the potential ways that we can use this, you know, essentially, you know, I think a Dr. Perry calls it the Cinderella system, you know, kind of invisible. Nobody really thinks about it. Nobody, you know, truly understands, or at least keeps in the forefront, a lot of the benefits of, of manipulating it. And I, I think it's exciting to see more people start to pull that into their practice. Um, like you said, not just doing this side or this lymphatic only, um, you know, stuff, but really incorporating it into all these other things that people need, like pelvic health, ortho, you know, et cetera. So, so what is one of the, the biggest ways you feel like this lymphatic, all of this lymphatic stuff really can support pelvic health? So with pelvic health, I mean, pelvic health gets tricky because my pelvic health patients, I feel like there is so much going on. Um, So I see a lot of complex pelvic pain conditions, pelvic congestion syndrome, um, where a lot of times there is this backup in lymphatic flow. um, But also there's a lot of pelvic pain conditions that are associated with you know, issues with mold and issues with Lyme disease. And I think for some of those patients, you know, when you're supporting that lymphatic system to help process all these wastes in our body, their pain actually gets better, but also bringing back to the point that you brought before about, you know, the vagus nerve, so many of my pelvic pain patients specifically, they're just stuck in that sympathetic nervous system. And for them to be able to go through something like manual lymphatic drainage, which, you know, is, is super relaxing on its own, but with the research that's coming out about how it supports activation of that vagus nerve, I mean, just being able to downregulate everything and calm the body that really helps with a ton of pelvic pain conditions. I I can imagine. I I know that was one of the the biggest factors when I was receiving, um, um, some treatment for pelvic health. Um, a lot of it was just that mental connection of being able to, relax and allow your body to heal and, and, you know, accept some of the the treatment. But um, I know that it's getting, you know, close to time. So is there anything that you would like to end with, um, you know, kind of talk about that you feel is really important for everybody out there to know if they're, you know, questioning anything or want more information? For for everyone out there, um, I, I offer free phone consultations for all of you know, my patients and patients who are interested in becoming patients. Um, so I just tell them you can reach out to me at 239-230-3905. Um, I, you know, I kind of work in this holistic space, so I kind of do anything and everything, um, which sometimes makes it hard for a patient to know, like, can you help me? Um, so, you know, I specialize in pelvic health and orthopedic physical therapy, but also, you know, diving into lymphatics and the general wellness field. like, there's a lot of things that, that we can do to support patients. And, you know, I just always tell patients out there, 
you want to work with someone who has the time to really get to know you and your problems. And I think that's, what's so great about what we do is, you know, we're not constricted in, in time and we can really do a really good thorough assessment and, and work with someone in so many ways. Um, so, you know, reach out to me if you have questions about anything that we talked about. Um, I'm here. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Bree. Um, yeah, thank you. Why guess when you can test? Do you get hangry or crash after a carb-heavy meal? These could be indicators that there is a dysfunction in your blood glucose regulation. If left unchecked, it can lead to irreversible changes. If you catch it quick enough, you can make diet and lifestyle changes that will get your levels where they need to be. 88% of Americans are pre-diabetic and don't know it. Diabetes underpins many of the pathologies we deal with in this country, such as obesity, high blood pressure, heart disease, and stroke. For some reason, it is rarely screened with your physician, and if they do test for blood glucose, it's usually with an A1C or a fasting glucose, which can sometimes give you a false negative. NutriSense is a company that supplies continuous glucose monitors. We've paired with NutriSense to get you real-time data to see how your physiology responds to glucose. The NutriSense app lets you track your daily activity to see how food, sleep, exercise, and stress impact your glucose. You can log or import this data into the NutriSense app to see the effect on your blood glucose levels as soon as it happens. Use the code DRCHRIS25 for $25 off your order today. Do you have unexplained pain or do you wonder just how healthy you are? When was the last time you had your blood tested? Blood chemistry analysis is a great tool to stay ahead of any health conditions and now you can have control of your health with Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked is an incredible company that sends blood tests to your home. You can choose from over 30 different tests, whether that's thyroid function, testosterone, micronutrient, cholesterol, or C-reactive protein, which is a marker for inflammation. It is sent to you with free shipping and you get your results in two to five days. No physician referral needed. Use the code DPT25 for 25% off. You can find links in the show notes. Did you know that you can get started with physical therapy without a physician's referral? Physical therapists don't just solve pain, we get down to the root cause and keep it from coming back. We also discuss all things health, such as nutrition and lifestyle changes. If you feel that you could use some help, let's get on a free consult call. Go to www.dynamicnaples.com and sign up for a free call. Also, if you like this podcast, please give us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps us spread the message. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.